0: Hi lovelies, welcome back to another Hermani's Club podcast. It's your host as always, Leah Rodriguez, and today we have a guest speaker all the way from Seattle, which is crazy. We're gonna be speaking on adulting, finding yourself, and learning to leave all the baggage behind, but most importantly, knowing when to pack up and leave. Hi, Amir.
1: Hey Leah, how you doing? Um, I appreciate you having me on. Um, I'm very grateful for it, thank you.
0: Oh, no worries. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to come on.
1: Oh, listen, it's it's nothing. My day hasn't started yet. It's Sun's barely coming up. It's 5 a.m. over here. Just in case anybody who's not familiar with uh, Pacific time. Yeah, sun isn't even up yet. So the day hasn't even started.
0: That is crazy. Um, So it is literally 1 p.m. here. And what time did you say it was over there?
1: 5 a.m. 5 a.m.
0: No way. It,
1: you know, I, it's something that I've gotten accustomed to. I've been out here. I've, I've been in different states. Um, throughout the U.S. Uh, in the past year so it's I've basically accumulated about maybe a year's worth spent out here so I'm kind of used to the the time change so you know I'm, I'm, I'm well adjusted so this I'm, I'm good now
0: okay good um you're a bit crackly on your side maybe it's your mic just like moving left and right a little bit but we can hear you don't worry
1: <laughs> well I'm yeah I'm, hopefully is it better is, yeah, yeah yeah we're good now okay
0: yeah i was just like moving a little bit so i really wanted to have you on because of course you have moved state to state and i feel like i really just want you to speak about this i feel like handling your 20s one of the podcasts which blew up over here just being in your 20s knowing when to move knowing not when to, you know what i mean just all of that in between like what is your take on that
1: well First off, I want to say it kind of depends on where you're you're coming from. You know, you don't know where you're going. You know, unless you know where you came from. Um, yeah. I'm 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 originally from Louisiana, and for those who have never been there, I mean, they think of New Orleans, they think of partying and all that. But I didn't grow up in New Orleans. I grew up in the state capital um, called Baton Rouge, and there it's it's a whole different world for me, at least to be honest. It's like you don't really have that much diversity. You mm. kind of just have, you know you're white and you're black it's not a race thing but that's mainly what it is and okay. there's not a lot of there's not a lot of opportunity there either so it's kind of like you know basically the, the best way to you know do anything is be in the medical field I and mean, we all that takes years to do so I I one day you know um really everything changed for me when my dad died and that's when oh, I was I like oh I need to apologize no he's good um my dad died and that's when things changed for me I'm like okay listen I can't Keep feeling sorry for myself because there's a lot of mixed emotions with that mm. and 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 there were people in my family that i felt betrayed me during that time and i was like okay i can't be here anymore i just just there's always something in someone's life that that triggers hey i need to i need to leave i need to i don't care what's going on i need to leave now and it doesn't matter what circumstances i'm in no matter how bad it is i just need to get the hell out of that
0: definitely you
1: know? so that that that's what, where things changed for me and i left louisiana um about a year later because um, i just couldn't take it anymore you know uh, it was affecting my mental health uh, i had an anxiety attack to where like i couldn't like my body just locked up and i couldn't move you know and being on the stretcher for the first time my life scared the hell out of me
0: oh my gosh and then, of
1: yeah and then um then really things changed for me and i decided to pack up And then I moved, you know, first time on my own willingly. I moved to uh, the state of Oregon, which is below the state of Washington. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't plan this at all. I just wanted to get out. There's no planning at all. You know, once you once you, you know, come from an area where, you know, there's nothing really for you, it's like you're you want to see what's out there. And I went to Oregon for six months and I felt very refreshed. I saw things I never have seen before. I never saw like a, you only see mountains in pictures. I, I got to see I got to see that every day.
0: That's um, insane. I got and to, we don't have mountains here at all.
1: It's it's I got to see the mountains. It's 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 very calming. It's very peaceful. You know, try and and believe me, I I didn't find my peace out there. Believe it or not, I don't know what your experience is. Um, well, yeah, I don't want to go on too long, but don't worry. You know, but you know, um. It, it was very peaceful when I was out in Oregon. I, I got away from everything. I mean, the most difficult part was my mom. Um, she's all I, she's all I have, um, you know. And you know, people have certain family members where it's like they really, you know, admire, they really love more than any other family member. member no oh, your how. mic
0: is jangling a little bit. Just hold your mic, basically. Just hold your mic under your mouth. Yeah, because it's a bit like. Yeah, I like, see. Yeah,
1: so I, see I see what's going. On.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I apologize. But, um, no
0: worries.
1: But um, what what I was saying was that there's always that one family member that we really, you know, love and uh, admire and we want to mm-hmm. be around, you know, and, and she's that one for me. So, you know, it's kind of hard for that, but I got adjusted to it. She would te- she still texts me every day now, even when I'm in Washington. She'd be like, oh, when are you coming back? You know, so it's like you 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 don't want to come back, but at the same time. You kind of just want to you're not done with yourself yet i mean you'll never be done with yourself but at least you got most of your things covered you know like i'm settled you know that's 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 the part you know or we're on that right now
0: i feel like that is the main thing and i think just what you said with your mom and stuff a lot of people i feel and please correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like especially at this age we we, I don't know, like we put aside our life for people. I feel, I feel like even at like the mom comment, I would never want to. I would want to move, but leave my mom and be like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? Like, you what know, I mean, it's gonna be like, oh my god. And I feel like we set aside our dreams so much for other people. Like, what do you think?
1: Yeah, no, I, I kept say that for the longest time. Um, I used to, I used to play basketball a lot. I played basketball when I was in school. Um, I didn't play it at university. Um, because, you know, just a lot of things affected me, um, Mm. even though I knew that I could, I just didn't do it because, you know, really, I was just, I just remember my last year, you know, before going into university, um, I always like, what am I going to do for a career? What are you going to do? This, this, and this. And then there's just a lot of, you know, issues, personal stuff going on in, in my life and in my family's life. And I had an ex-girlfriend too, who, um, actually put a gun to my head. Uh, a a literal gun to my head, yeah. Listen,
0: don't even emphasize the little a whole gun. What,
1: yeah, a whole gun to my head. It was so, so basically, this all happened in about a span, about in the span of four months. My dad, my dad died, and then Mm -hmm. you know, I had a um, then I had a you know, I was in a relationship, and then her father actually pulled a you know, gun to my head. Oh, the dad did not
0: order the girl.
1: Well, well, she set me up, was the thing, but that's a whole. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it. It. I found this out, you know, later after the fact. But you know, <laughs> that's when I was like, yeah, you know. So I, I, I stared the barrel, uh, About- stared down the barrel of a gun a few times. I, I, I faced death a few times.
0: Especially oh living in, in, in living
1: in Louisiana, you know, living in Baton Rouge, um, you know, you, you can just you can almost get shot anywhere, day or night. And it's kind of like you gotta, you know, it's it's survival, you know. And my mom, uh, you know. She, she did her best. I have a little brother too, you know, and and for me, it's like me getting out was the best thing I've ever done. But at the same time, I thought that leaving, leaving where I was at was going to change me and thought that all my problems were going to go away. I did the first, probably the first two times that I moved from state to state, I realized that i i didn't realize that the problems that i had were still with me until i got to nevada that's that that's one of the states that i moved to but i realized that the problems that i was having i thought they were going to go away and they, they don't they follow yeah. you everywhere you go and i i didn't realize after the longest time
0: and i'm so glad that you said that because until you face your problems and we had like a brief conversation about this until you and it kind of stuck with me, but until you actually face your problems, you're never going to get away from it. And just like running and your baggage and you just keep running and running and running and running. And do you know what I mean? It's just a consistent cycle of just emotions.
1: Well, it's a, it's a consistent cycle, but every cycle always breaks. You don't know when, you don't know where.
2: It's yeah, gonna break. you
0: need to get a quotation book because honestly, you are really pulling out quotes and I'm not even being silly. Like generally, this this is it. Like this is exactly it. You're totally right.
1: Well, do you want me to you want me to use a, a country uh, expression if you if you'll allow me? I think I think everybody will understand it, but not the host's permission.
0: Are you gonna so, like, use a country accent as well?
1: I mean if you want me to.
0: You can if you want.
1: Okay, no so okay, <laughs> so if it barked like a dog and it looked like a dog, it's not no chicken. So <laughs> basically, you know, yeah, I feel like it's self explanatory, but just to explain it, just in case somebody's lost, like what you know, yeah, we if, don't if it, hear
0: that, we don't hear that. <laughs> yeah, if it, if it,
1: if it, if it looks, you know, if it, if it's something, if, if you're looking at something, mm. don't pretend that it's something else and you know what it is, don't fool yourself on you know what what you're seeing you know it it took me to until i got to nevada i was very suicidal at the end of last year Mm -hmm. um i hated my job um i was crying i was threatening suicide and then there was a day where um i went to this mental hospital i was there for about maybe four days and that those four days changed my life really when well, I don't I don't really know how the how the health system is over there. But I, I mean, obviously, healthcare isn't free. We're on that, you know, and that, that, that kind of sucks. You know,
2: no, of course, um, like because
1: here, like- it's just capitalism over here. To be honest, mm-hmm. everybody just wants the money and doesn't realize that that that, you know, there's feeling behind that. But, you know, people just are blind by the money. And but but the point is, was that, you know, I was in there with schizophrenics, oh people with God. ADHD. Um, people who are, you know, homeless and didn't have a place to go and just wanted a roof over their head. And then there are people that were in the same situation that I was in, um, mm. feeling that way. And, you know, that, that, that made me realize that you're not alone, you know, because when we're dealing with stuff, you know, it's, it's normally when we're alone, we're behind closed doors, we're crying, nobody sees us. But when you see other people and you talk about it with them, you know, you feel better because it's like you see somebody else that's going through what you're going through not the exact same you know circumstances obviously but they're going through the same same things the oh. same similar things and you know it's like man you know I feel better because I know I'm not the only one that's trying you know and and for those of you that are listening and you're trying like there are people that just don't give a fuck and just keep acting the way that they do and treating people horribly. And think that it's acceptable when it's not. And really they're just worse than the person that they're, you know, treating because at least the person that they're treating is trying to be better, you know, and this person's just gonna be miserable the whole entire time. That's berating them, you know, and they're not gonna get better. And they're just gonna keep finding more ways to to make you upset and make you feel bad about yourself, you know, try to, you know, make you feel like you're at fault for things that you're really not at fault for.
0: But that's why I feel like this topic is just so crucial because finding yourself and your true self, not what society is telling you to be, not what your friends or your family, but who you really are. And you won't find that until you pack your bags for that dream job or pack your bags, to go to college or university or pack your bags. You know what I mean? You're never going to have that experience. And I feel like this podcast just had to happen with you because I felt like, like you said, you've lived it, you've gone through it, and speaking about mental health from a, men's, a man's perspective is so crucial because men are told you have to be strong, you have to cry yourself to sleep at night when no one can see you, you can't speak out about your emotions because you're a pussy or you're not man enough. When that's not true.
1: Well, also, you know, we also got to remember that this is this is probably the most you know advanced as far as technology-wise the most advanced time that we're living in so you know we have a lot of things that you know we see where we're you know we're supposed to i mean society wants us to look at social media we're supposed to look at each other and see how we're doing that's what they want us to see and it it gets very stressful when you see that but then it's like you also got to realize that you know people are also people lie to you anywhere you know it's it's, you really got to be protective of yourself you know, um, I wasn't for a long time. I was very vulnerable. I allowed a lot of things to happen. Um, but really, just being on social media and just sitting there watching body, you'll see somebody take a picture by uh, by a plane, by like a jet or a nice car. And then, you know, it's not even theirs, you know, but they'll post it to make it look like it, you know. So there's a lot of deception. There's a lot of things that we don't see going on. And we're led to believe through social media that this is actually happening. And it's very difficult when, you know, everybody that is younger than us, you know, or, you know, people that might be in our age group that are really heavily dependent on it. It's very difficult for us now, and it's only gonna get harder because, you know, nothing, nothing is built to, la- like, you know, when, like, I've seen, I'm from the country, so, like, I might see, like, an old, like, Ford truck from, like, 1975, mm. you know, on the road, you know, a few times a week then it's like but you always see you know the new iphone like i just got 13 maybe two months ago and i bet you probably in the next 15 18 months you're going to probably have the iphone 17. so it's like you know it's things are things are not built to last anymore
0: you see that 100 percent.
1: and it's like we have to it's kind of like we kind of have to do things differently do things that that uh, you know people before us did but it's going to feel like it's brand new to us because you know, we weren't really taught that we weren't raised to that level by society because, you know, it's more of pushing the agenda or pushing someone else's agenda and not finding your own agenda. And it took me a while to understand that because some it's because it's it's another thing, you know, for everybody out there listening and for you, Leah, as well. Um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, I know there's a lot of intelligent and talented people out there and just, just be careful because a lot of people, not everybody will like you. Everybody will smile in your face, 100%. you know, tell you, tell you you're beautiful, tell you you're attractive. like for guys, for example, you know, this is a perfect way, you know, mm. you got, you know, a guy will meet a girl, you know, tell you that you're, tell you that you're beautiful, tell you that you're lovely, you know. And, and hear everything that you want to hear, but they'll damn sure, you know, they might not even like you. You know, they just want something from you. So, you know, another quote that I heard before was, you know, not everybody likes you, but they'll damn sure use you and just
0: use 100%. you until you're. And like you're... you said, everything, sorry, everything is temporary. Back to the iPhones, like temporary friendships, temporary family, like temporary everything. You have to go into life with that mindset that not everyone is going to be there for you. Like, you're totally right. Even with the fact that with men, women, they will use you for their own greed and pleasure. They will say the right things just to get you to stay and listen. But the whole fact of it is just doing what your gut says. Do you know what I mean?
1: Personally, for me, I honestly try to avoid social media and try to avoid, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of the stuff, you know, going on today that really doesn't matter. Um, because I feel like, you know, it gets over overpopulated and it gets very crowded easily it's like we all shift from one thing to the next and 100%. it's it's that I don't I don't really enjoy that because it takes the pleasure out of out of everything it's like oh everybody's doing it just to you know do it like you know like when the internet first came on, people like you know thought that was so nerdy and that the internet was for nerds and like now we're all using it so what does that make us?
2: Exactly. So,
1: so it's kinda like, you know, people are are hypocritical. You know, I'm I'm a hypocrite too to a to a fault, like not like <laughs> with just like you know, just general stuff like, Oh, I'm not hungry, I'm just gonna go eat anyway, you know, stuff like that. But you know, that that that's my thing. I try to stay away from a lot of that. And
0: but it's so hard because we are almost force fed social media. So even with me, it's that I try so hard to just keep <laughs> off it. But like you said trying to go on google maps trying to order like an uber or you know a taxi or whatever you call it you know all these things are all generated by social media and it's like oh shit like we can't escape it
1: well 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 not all social not all social media is bad i believe that's good you know the maps and uber and all that stuff but i'm talking about you know like No, like like,
0: instagram yeah yeah
1: yeah "Yeah, like yeah no like that that's fine you know it's just that
0: stuff is all generated under social media so that stuff is all addictive so even like instagram it's addictive you're looking at people's posts you're comparing lifestyles things like uber yet again it's addictive you're paying 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 things like uber eats or ordering food to your house it's the same kind of thing it's all generated under addiction where we're not actually doing things ourselves anymore it's right. more like it generated.
1: You're saying you're saying it's kind of compulsive, so yeah, it's, it's just a compulsive
0: so
1: cycle. Well, I've I've also you know learned that we all have we all have strength, we all have the inner strength. We don't we don't see that we have it for a long time. It's like mm. you know I want to do it. It's like oh you know you have the craving and you're not. It's going to be hard. It's obviously hard to break any addiction, any habit,
2: 100%. any compulsive
1: thing that you do. You know. Um, I, I I honestly, you know, for me being vulnerable, you know, I I was just looking for a relationship for so long and I it and I was just with, you know, woman after woman after woman for a short period of time. Mm. And I didn't realize it and you know, not until recently that it wasn't it wasn't love that I was looking for. I wasn't in a relationship. I wasn't loving anyone. I wasn't truly happy. I just didn't want to be alone
0: you know mm. that's what it
1: was. I didn't want to be alone and that, you
0: see that's, that that's this fine. is why you're here like thank you like the honesty thank you because I have also been in that bubble and it is not easy
1: and honestly you know me I you know'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest there's I don't really have anything else to hide you know like people mess around with people you know, everybody mm. has sex and I honestly you know, got bored of it because it was like a different person
0: yeah and you were just getting it like it was a convenience store it was, it was pack it a crisp like it was just nothing
1: oh uh, yeah it was just nothing i mean and i felt like the other person sometimes they did sometimes they didn't and i felt like a piece of shit sometimes and mm-hmm. and i felt like a piece of shit at the end of at you know when when it just got to the point where i just felt really miserable and really horrible i'm like why the fuck am i doing this this mm-hmm. isn't you know what, what is what is, i mean it's it's not worth it you know and it's it's not the same i wasn't interested anymore um i just got bored of it even during sometimes i just got bored of it and then just like you know what was the point and then you know i'm i'm and and for me at least it, it took me a long time to get a grip because i would have like these little you know like like i guess these little you know spurts of You know, abstinence. You know, for like a few weeks, and then it's like, oh, I'm back on it. You know, for for me, it's like I feel like I've done a lot better now than you know what I was doing before. You know, because you know it's like once you once you cleanse yourself and once you put your foot down and you change Mm. you change everything that you do. It's hard, but it's it's a lot. You know, it's a lot more rewarding that. You're not doing what you used to do, and you you'll find that you're a lot happier. And it's just like in life where we don't really see you know that happiness because of the state of mind that we're in. You know, we mm. got stuff going on and we're really upset. You know, we don't see that. You know, like when so I know everybody's broken up with someone before, and then they'll be like, "I've never loved you know this person more like anyone else." Yeah. And it's it's like you say, "Hey, um, I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna find anyone else like him." And then you know. It's, it turns out, you know, after you work on yourself, you know, for a little bit, you do find someone. You know, you always you always come across somebody, you know, in in life, you know, that you don't know why you came across them, but you come across them anyway. No matter how brief or how long they're around for, you came across, you know, to that person for a reason, and mm-hmm. you may not understand why you came across to that person, but you'll find out at some point in time.
0: But a know? lot of the time that they were there when you needed them. And I've come, and I know it sounds so terrible, but I've had like friendships where when I've gone through things, people can call this like selfish or whatever it is. And we were both going through something at that time. And we we never spoke like before this, it was only that time in our lives when we were both feeling shitty. And we were so close, we were doing everything together. It was literally like a sisterhood overnight. You would have thought we'd been friends for years and it was literally a couple of days. And going through what we went through, I obviously say what it was, we were both going through similar things. The emotions were high, and we, were, we must have been closed for a good five, six months. And then we just broke away, just stopped talking. And that's why I do feel like people do come into your life for a reason, if it's short-term, if it's long-term, they are there for a purpose, if you allow them to be.
1: Well, you know, if people, you know if, if you can always learn something from someone exactly. no matter how no matter how bad or toxic of but a that's relationship why I mean what
0: say just take your time with who you meet and i think like you just said with like the world today and everyone like this fast rush rush sex life everyone's just rushing and doing the most if you actually just take time don't have the expectation of you're speaking to a boy and that's your boyfriend or that's your man or whatever come into it as a friendship, come into it learning about the person and actually naturally seeing where it goes. Because a lot of the time it does lead to something.
1: It does, it does lead to something. For me, I don't really have expectations anymore because mm. I know my expectations. My expectations for anyone that comes across my path that is gonna be in my life is that I want you to be accountable for you know your actions and I want you to be honest with me. That's that, those are the two things I really ask for if you can know that you did something that you know you weren't supposed to do you know I expect you to at least own up to it and number two is just be honest with me if you're not if I see that you're out of character and mm. I know something's wrong I want you I need you to talk to me because you hiding that from me will not help and you exactly. saying and and I, I, I am trying to get better at this myself because I I don't really, you know, try to. I, I. Okay, I. I lied. I do open up <laughs> a lot to people mm. that I don't really know because I don't know what that other person's going through, and you that know, is a it,
0: really nice trait it, to have. A really, it, really nice trait.
1: It's. It. It took me a while to do that. It took me. It took me a long time to do that. You know. I'm. I, I work. I, I feel like I work in the wrong field. It took me maybe five six months to realize that, you know, I, I work I work in logistics. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I really, you know, thought, damn, I'm in the wrong fucking field. You know? It's, but it's not
0: too late to change.
1: It's not too late to change, but, you know, I, it, it, it's going to take me like a good, like, three, but four years. But you could years.
0: do something else on the side that generates what you want to do in good time. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I could, you know, I could. But, you know, it's like, I want to focus on I'm I'm happy now
0: And mm, that at. is the main thing
1: And that's, you know, that's the main thing You know, we all dread of, you know, our Mondays at work
0: mm.
2: but,
1: You know, it's it, I'm happy with, you know, what I do for the most part And, you know, I'm planning, you know, for the uh, For the future, you know and, and I'm just keeping an open mind And not taking things for granted Because I feel like we all also do that You know, because it's like for example you know use music using you as an example we were together in a relationship you know i would tell you that you know that i would love you and that all that i love you and tell you that you're beautiful you know and that mm. you're just amazing every day because you know you never know when i may not be here anymore and or i may not know when you're gonna be here anymore.
0: but do you feel like the culture dynamic is why your mindset is the way you are in the fact of because even what you just said obviously in london it's very different in a relationship because in your head it's very i have to tell you i love you i want to be if you wanted it because you can get shot or you can get killed do you feel like that's where your mindset is or because you've gone through certain things you're very open to talk about it
1: it's that and the people that i grew up around okay um, I, it's but for me it's it's important because we don't i i've noticed a lot of this i i believe i feel like it's worldwide even though you know at least. You know, at least for what I've seen, is that we don't really love anyone
2: mm.
1: as much un- unless they're dead. And it's true. It's true. And they it's only like, love you until you're dead. It's true. And then it's like, like for example, at, like you know, for for example, Pop Smoke, like. I, I I've heard of them and you know, I was listening to him, I didn't really hear as much about, you know, how much everybody liked them until he Yeah, I know died. Where you're
0: going with this, go on. Yeah. And
1: then, yeah, so it's like when people die, you kinda cry a lot and then it's, it's not even like that you...
0: I feel like especially if celebrity is, I feel like same with you, like you heard the music, it's like, okay, cool, I like it, I like it, it's a vibe. And the moment the man like was laid to rest, we literally heard the songs on the radio like 50 times a day. It was just a different, it was like, where was energy before?
1: Yeah. The guy was winning yeah. awards
0: and he wasn't even here.
1: Yeah, they, you, you know, people, people, you know, their, their sales go up, like artists, their sales go up, you know, that's just people listen to more of music. I'm saying,
0: I love you till you dead. And that's the only, problem. This is it. And that's why you have to live your life regardless
1: no it's it's not even it's not even living your life regardless it's it's mainly about how you treat people and and just the people around you and you know just just tell someone that you appreciate them and just let them know that you know that you that you just you're giving them i mean you can't give your all every single day you know, no but first. that's
0: why i'm saying you just have to live your life regardless you can't live your life for other people that are only going to show up when you're successful or only going to show up when they need you to be you have to live your life because just like me and you we are very nice people we're very outspoken we you know our goal is to help and support others but unfortunately for us you know not everyone else is like that and we're not going to receive that
1: right but you know but i'm talking about the people that are there no no 100% no
0: 100% i'm speaking like out generally because there are people out there who are overly nice to everyone and it ends up putting themselves down because they're being nice to people who just couldn't give a fuck
1: yeah you know i mean i'm, I'm like that too but mm. you know i i i i do that because i i believe that we all need it like we all need a therapist personally in my opinion we all need a therapist or some form of therapy i mean but you know i i do believe that we should be nice to people because
0: i feel like you know my approach in therapy already but yeah go on go ahead no
1: no i, I know <laughs> but you know it's I mean not every therapist is perfect i mean no. some therapists had to um some therapists had to graduate at the bottom of the class so you know
0: and they've made that, it that, out <laughs> that might
1: have been that might have been who you might have had Let's literally share.
0: just a random person yeah
2: um, <laughs> but
0: so. yeah I, f- I feel like you're right i feel like everyone needs a therapist everyone needs a friend but i feel like the term therapist can be like pulled into different ways i just feel like the overall for this i feel like for people to understand is just having someone to talk to. If it is a parent, if it is a friend, if it is a teacher, that one person that you trust is where this is coming from. Because some people hear therapy like, oh fuck, no, get it away. It's too much, too much. But I feel like start off with someone you're overly close with, and then see where it goes.
1: No, that's 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 a fair point. I I can't do that with my family, but you know, um, it's it's a benefit for those who who can who do that and have people like that. So no, so. I'm all for people who you know therapy isn't the only way obviously um but you know i guess seeing somebody that you you know really care about and admire as as you know i guess your own kind of therapist i guess Mm. is you know something that you can really use and
0: because it can be be very daunting like the topic of therapy and i feel like some people have this stigma well let's stigma behind it where you have to be crazy or mad or you know you're out i mean you have to be i don't know they're just not like human anymore it kind of takes your human badge away from you and you're straight away labeled as crazy when in reality that isn't it yes you're totally right there are good therapists out there but you know the good sometimes has the bad but that's why i feel like just find what's good for you and what sticks for your situation
1: well i mean as long as it's positive it's a positive Mm. healthy mechanism because you know you can and you can if you uh, because your version of healthy could be someone else's version of healthy and they might misinterpret it so like some like positive things at least i do like just journaling um I, i'm not even afraid to say it i i got a kid's coloring book on my table
0: no so oh, I, I love even, that
1: yeah I, I mean i barely I, I journal more than i use the coloring Ooh,
0: that's book that's all we speak about here is journaling and making time for yourself but yes go ahead go ahead with the coloring book i love that
1: uh, Actually, I found this was when I was in the uh, hospital, um, the mental hospital. Um, That's really, so in the mental hospital, they, they, so so basically they take all the strings out of your clothes. um, Basically, any string or wiring that you have in your clothes, they take it out, they cut it off, or, you know, shoelaces too. Um, And basically, the beds are really uncomfortable, um, and and you can't really call anyone. It's like Mm -hmm. a little, like, you know, jailhouse phone on the wall, and you can't bring your phone with you. Um, How long was you there for? About four days.
0: Oh, okay. But I bet four days were like four years.
1: Uh, it felt like, rough. After, it, felt really? rough the first, it felt rough the first day. The other two days went by pretty quick. Okay. Um, they have a set schedule. So it's like you wake up in the morning, Um, pretty much just, you know, get it together. Mm. And then you uh, go eat breakfast. And then you sit in the rec room. Basically, you're in the rec room all day. There, They only had two things in the rec room, which was... Well, a few things actually you could either make a phone call to someone um you can color you could watch a show but you everybody else would agree on the show um and what else was it uh you could also journal or you know or if you had there was a book around which was like gold in there you could um read a book and then we had these little therapy sessions that you could um listen to i'm sorry not therapy to. you could uh Take part in with the social worker. That's what I did. I went to every you know therapy session that mm. I could, and I did that. And then it would go from that to I believe it got us close to maybe after a little bit of rec time, you go to lunch, and then just a little bit more rec time, and then you go to the gym
2: oh, back wow. to you know
1: back to afternoon um, rec time. Honestly, And then you, and then sorry. you just kind of then you just did that, and then kind of just did a lot of recreational stuff. Mm. Um, same thing, and then just go to bed. It's just that was it was the schedule that I, I did. I, I remember about like the back of my hand. Um, did that for three days straight. I didn't have anybody there in Nevada. It was no. just me. Um, I wore the same clothes for four days. Um, you couldn't. You couldn't. They didn't give you any toiletry unless you went to the front and you had to ask for it. Um, yeah, they couldn't. Yeah, it was. It was. They they made it really safe. You couldn't even sleep at night because you had to keep the door open. That's um. Yeah, the, And then you had people check in on you every mm-hmm. every other hour or so. So, like, the light would just open when it got really dark. Wow. Um, yeah, and it, and the funny part was was that, like, it felt like I was mild, like I was across, like, some other, you know, state or something, but really, like, the hospital was down the street from my house. Oh. That's how, like, I feel like I wasn't even like, near my house for the longest time. And... Oh. You know, that's that. That's kind of where, where I found the hobbies to do, you know, and and found out what I uh, like to do. And I, I journal a lot, you know, um, just to just to let it all out. Because there's days where I'm tired of crying, and I still feel the emotions, but I don't have enough tears to cry. So I just journal out everything that I feel. You know, really, it's just. For me, I'll me really. I felt that sex was a coping mechanism, and it just made me feel fucking horrible. And I don't want to have sex with just anyone anymore. It's, I I've I've been pretty much abstinent since January. I haven't had sex since January, and I haven't like watched any porn or anything like that in like a month. So like, I'm just trying to cleanse everything. I don't care. I'm I'm I'm, raw. I'm, I'm honest. I'm real with you and real with the people out there too you know that that, that's what i am i think that's what i pride myself on but you know like i thought sex would
0: yeah so we kind of cut off there i feel like obviously you're all the way in america i'm all the way here so it does happen so don't worry but can please continue
1: um but no you know i was i was just saying that you know um, I kind of just, you know, found myself and just journaled and just wrote everything personal and just was really raw myself. Like I thought sex was a coping mechanism. Um, mm. and, you know, I've really been clean. You know, I haven't had sex since January. I've just stopped doing that. Just waited to find someone. And then, like, you know, people just watch porn and, and you know, just think that's cool too. I haven't done that in about a month now. So it's like, you know, I'm kind of feel like I'm more clear headed and just reset and just rejuvenated and just finding the inner strength and just growing every day.
0: Honestly, that is isn't. I cannot tell you enough how thankful I am for having you on here and how thankful I am for you sharing your stories, speaking on bereavement, speaking on having a gun to your head. That is ridiculous. That is insane. That is something that no one should have to encounter. You know, you've spoken about moving and you, I just have to, I cannot thank you enough. Like, I know I keep repeating myself, but you have given so many people like wisdom, hope. And I just have to say thank you for the third time.
1: (laughs) Well, well, Leah, I want to say thank you, you know, as well, not only for putting me on, but being a great hostess to all those people that listen to you. You know, um, you have a lot of great insight and, you know, you just have a great head on your shoulders. And, you know, I think that you're doing a really great thing here. And I definitely, you know, um, if you have time, you know, I would definitely love to be back on at some point
0: definitely thank you so much i'm gonna leave it here but hopefully one day you'll be in london and we can bring you to the studio for real well i'm
1: (laughs) I'm actually gonna be in london at the end of the year in december um so i'll be there for the new year i'll I'll be there the last three days of the uh, 2022 year and then i'll be there for the first week of uh january so I'll, i'll pretty much be there
0: cool so we'll have you back in the studio but no thank you all for listening Thank you Amir once again. Love always. Bye. Stay safe. Bye.